Hey, what's up, guys? So I want to pray us in real quick, and then we'll get started. Dear Lord Jesus Christ, Father, I love you so much. I thank you so much for your love for me and for those listening, Father. I just thank you for your grace and for your mercy and your goodness. Thank you for everything that you are. I pray that you would give me a word to speak to whoever is listening today. And I pray that it falls on ears that are ready to receive and hear. And it falls on people whose eyes will be open to your word and to your truth and to the love that you have for them individually. Father, I love you. I praise you. I worship you. And I pray these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Good morning. It's morning right now while I'm recording this. Uh, thank you so much for listening. This is the first podcast that we're having of Fire Talks. Um, this is Jake Ricketts from Fire Falling Ministries. And I just, I'm not going to keep you long today. I just wanted to talk to you real quick about rest and the realm that God is in. Uh, So I'll take you to Genesis chapter 1, and I'm actually going to start in verse number 1 and read verse 1 through 2. So it says this. I'm reading from the ESV. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Okay, so what I want you to focus on and really catch here is verse 2. It says, The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. So God has already created the earth by this point. There's no land appeared. We know that the land is under the waters because in verse 9, it says, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear. So we know that there is land on the earth. It's just under the ocean. But the whole earth is formless and and void. It's empty. All there is is water. And so God, the Spirit of God, is hovering over the waters. So if you look at that word hovering, and you look at it based off of the Hebrew word, it literally means to be relaxed or to relax. So God's spirit, the spirit of God is over the waters and he's relaxing. And it also, even from that standpoint, even the lexicon, if you look at the meaning, it even says like to cherish or to cherish a young one. So the Holy Spirit is over the waters and he is relaxed. Okay, the spirit of God is God. We need to understand that. The spirit of God is relaxed. He's over the waters and he's not just relaxed, but he's even cherishing the work that he's done, the work that he's about to do. This is the very beginning of everything. And he's already and we already know that Jesus Christ, the Bible says, Peter says that Christ was preordained or foreordained before, before the foundations of the world. So if we know that God looked ahead and saw every decision we were going to make, all the things that were going to happen, he was going to have to send his son Jesus to die on the cross, to be resurrected three days later, to ascend into heaven, back where he was in the first place, but as king of kings and lord of lords, and redeeming us with his blood. If he saw all of that, and the the decisions, the wars, everything, and yet he still decided to speak, that is immense love that you you can't fathom that you cannot fathom a love that sees every single person in the world rejecting you and running from you and killing each other that they're supposed to love and doing all of these things and yet you love them so much and you desire them so much 
that you still speak and create the things that you don't have to if you don't want to. God did not have to create the heavens and the earth. God chose to create the heavens and the earth because of his immense love for us and because he wanted us to be with him. So this Holy Spirit is hovering over the waters and it's literally cherishing the work and the things that are about to happen within this world that we're living in right now and the creation that's about to take place because it's a good creation. But the, the key point I want to make here is the definition relax. The Holy Spirit is resting. He's relaxed over the waters of the earth. Okay? Are you resting today? Are you relaxed in the Holy Spirit? Are you resting in God? Are you resting in Christ? Do you have rest? The book of Ephesians, I believe it's, no, it's Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 4. Let me see if I can turn there real quick. Hebrews chapter 4 specifically talks about that God wants to give rest. Okay, that you're supposed to receive rest from God. That's Ephesians. Here we go. So Hebrews chapter 4 says this. Therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us fear lest any of you should seem to have failed to reach it. For good news came to us just as to them. That's the gospel. But the message they heard did not benefit them because they were not united by faith with those who listened. Or you could say, it did not meet with faith in the hearers. For we who have believed enter that rest as he has said. So you have a choice. You hear the gospel, and you have a choice, a decision to make on whether or not you're going to enter that rest. Okay, Believing in the gospel, believing in Jesus, is the first step in entering the rest of God and entering the rest in the Holy Spirit. Okay, But there's more that you need. There is more that you need. Okay, There are so many people. I want you to listen. I want your ears to be open. There are so many people. Christ followers, believers, Christians, whatever you want to call yourself. There are so many people who believe in Jesus that go to church on Sunday and that's it. Okay. There's so many people who believe in Jesus that go to church on Sunday and pray once a day in the morning and that's it. And it's not even necessarily praying and listening to God. It's praying and giving him your petitions, which is great. You're supposed to give your petitions to the judge. He is the judge and you're supposed to present your petitions to him. But the thing is that you're also supposed to hear him. You're also supposed to listen to him. You have to value the voice of God. Valuing what he is saying protects what he said. God gathers the waters of your heart. Just like he gathered the waters of the earth to make dry land appear. God gathers the waters of your heart. And you have to know how to gather the waters. Stillness. Rest. How do you receive rest? How do you receive rest from Jesus? How do you receive rest from the Holy Spirit? By resting. Wow, Jake. Very uh, amazing observation there. Listen to what I'm saying. By resting. So many of us want to receive the rest that God has. We, we yearn for it and we desire it and we work for it. You do not receive the rest of God by working for the rest of God. You receive the rest of God by receiving it, by just resting. And a big part of that, if you are 
in this position, which I know that so many people in the church today are in this position, if you are in the position that you are not seeking Jesus on a daily basis in the secret place by yourself, Jake, what is the secret place? That means that you are getting alone somewhere and just listening to him, listening for his voice, receiving him, and giving him your petitions as well, but seeking relationship with him. I have met so many people who say, I can't hear God's voice. Like, I don't hear him talking to me. I don't hear this. I don't hear that, blah, blah, blah. I said, have you stopped talking? Have you stopped talking? I'm talking to you right now, listener. Have you stopped talking and have you listened? Have you sat still and listened for the still small voice of the Holy Spirit? The Bible says that his voice is a still small voice. We expect him to yell from the heavens what we need to do or what he wants from us or what his plan is for us or why we're struggling with the sin issue or why we don't feel like we're actually a son or daughter. He is whispering to you, he's telling you and he's talking, but do you value his voice? Are you stopping? and listening. Get this. The Bible says that we are the bride of Christ. If we are in the church, we are the bride of Christ. Whenever my wife comes home or I come home from work, the first thing that I do not want to hear are all of her petitions and all of her need, I need you to do this, I need you to do that, you need to do this, my honey-do list. And the first thing she doesn't want to hear, she does not want to hear me telling her all the things I'm expecting of her the first thing. What I'm expecting is I'm expecting my wife to be excited to be with me, to be in my presence, and I'm excited to be with her. If I truly am in love with my wife, if I'm truly in love with my wife or she's truly in love with me, then I want to pursue her and I want to seek her and I want to show her my love for her and I want to listen to what she has to say. And the first thing that I want from her when she walks in the door is a kiss. Song of Solomon, chapter 1, verse 2, says, Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for your love is sweeter than wine. Are you, are you looking, are you letting Jesus kiss you? And I, this is from an awesome, an awesome man of God named Eric Gilmore. And he says that the public touch needs to become the private kiss. If your whole life and your whole walk with Jesus is going to church on Sunday and getting touched by him corporately, but you never get alone with him in the secret place and your life, you feel like your life, you're just going through the monotony. You're going and you're feeling defeated. You were not meant to live defeated. You were not meant to live and not in victory. You were not meant to live ruled by the enemy. But if your whole life is the public touch, it needs to become the private kiss. If you want to receive rest from Jesus, if you want to hear the word of God in your ear, then you have to listen to him and rest in him in the secret place. A secret place needs to be somewhere where you can focus 
solely, solely on Him. Not a place where you have to focus on Him and traffic. The secret place is a place where you are focused on nothing but Jesus. You are resting on nothing but Him. He's come to give you rest. Jesus came that you may have rest, that you may receive rest and peace and the fruit of the Holy Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. The Holy Spirit wants you to have the rest that He has promised you. There are so many promises of God that are not received because they're just not received. You don't have to work for a promise and you don't have to work for a gift. Jesus wants to give you rest today. He wants to fill you with his Holy Spirit. He wants to clothe you in his Holy Spirit. You do not have to work for this. Please understand, you do not have to work for this. It is 100% a gift given by God that is just received. And the way that you get it is resting in Him. And when I say you don't have to work, I don't mean that it just happens. There obviously has to be a little effort, as in you have to take the effort to get with Him. If you're not making any effort to get with Him, then you can't receive rest. My relationship with my wife would be nothing if I wasn't seeking my wife. Just like a relationship with Jesus is nothing if you're not seeking Jesus. If I got married to Paige, I got married to Paige on October 28th, 2016. And if I got married to Paige on October 28th, 2016, and I said, hey, I'll see you once a week, and I'll tell you I love you, and I'll give you kisses, but that's it. And the rest of the week, like, you do your thing, I'll do my thing. Or if I said, I will spend, I will spend like an hour with you. <laughs> I'll spend an hour or two hours with you once a week. Or I'll spend two hours with you on Sunday, and I'll spend about ten minutes with you Monday through Saturday. I'm not going to have a relationship with her. I'm not going to have a deep relationship with my wife. And we are the bride of Christ. And that's a, such a beautiful picture. If you want to be deep with Him, and you want to hear from Him and receive His rest, you have to get with Him. You have to seek Him. He's seeking you right now. He stands at, your, at the door of your heart, knocking. And if any man would open the door, then he would sup with Him, and He'd make a table and sup with you. He wants to be with you. Jesus wants to be with you. He wants to be with his children. Don't run from him. Just receive him. His love for you is so great and his desire for you is so great. Remember, like I said earlier, before God spoke, he saw everything. He saw your decisions. He saw all of these things that you were going to do. He saw the whole world. And he still spoke and said, let there be light. Do not let the enemy tell you that you're not worthy of his love. 
That is complete lies. Don't let the enemy tell you that. You have to see that you're worthy. If you're not worthy of his love, then why did Jesus come and die on the cross? If you want to find out if you're worthy of the love of Jesus, then look at what he did. Don't believe the enemy and say that he doesn't want to talk to you because of the sin issue you're struggling with. He wants to talk to you and he wants to set you free from it. But all you have to do is seek him. He's speaking. He's ready for you to be free. He wants you to live in freedom. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. He wants you to live in freedom. The enemy doesn't want you to seek him because he knows that if you're seeking him, you're going to receive the freedom that you want. I pray that this is not falling on deaf ears. And I pray that this does not fall on a religious spirit. Because there's nothing religious about telling you to seek Jesus more. I'm going to pray real quick for you. And at the end of the podcast, please send me a voice message. Tell me what you got from it. Tell me whatever. Tell me some ideas that you would like for the next episode for me to talk about or um, questions you might have answered, you want answered from the Bible, things like that. I'm not going to make every episode question and answer things. But if you have some questions that you'd like to be answered, then please send me a voice thing. Send me a thing that says what you got. Send some ideas for things you'd like to be heard. But um, let me just pray for you real quick. And I pray you have a blessed day. Jesus, thank you so much for your love and your grace. Thank you so much for for being here right now. Lord, I know that where you are, the glory of God is present as well. And I thank you that we're praying under an open heaven. And I pray in Jesus' mighty name that anyone who is looking for your rest, who's trying to receive rest from you, Father, that they would seek you. And that this would be step one for them to say, it's time to seek you. It's time to seek Jesus. And Father, I pray that they get free quick in Jesus' name. That you touch their hearts, you touch their minds, you touch their ears, you touch their eyes, you make them on fire in Jesus' name. I pray, Holy Spirit, come and fall on them right now where they're sitting and listening. Touch them in a mighty way. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity just to be able to speak to these people. And I pray that if there's anything that was of my flesh or of me, let it fall on deaf ears and let it be dead. But anything of you, Father, let it be received well within their hearts and their minds. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Have an extremely blessed day. And I will see you next. I'll not see you. I will hear from you. I will... Thank you so much for listening, guys, and I will be on here next Monday. Have a blessed day.